hello hi hello how are you hope you are fine hope your day was okay was not okay it was actually fabulous hope your day was fabulous i wonder what jakes you have a fabulous day you know <laughs> and that that obviously that obviously differs you know from person to person but i really do wonder what would make my day fabulous actually <laughs> Anyway, um so today is time for my podcast. Um and the topic I stated for this podcast, you know, is probably something that you know may have been cliched over time. You know, but I I don't know how you might you know perceive this but you know there's there there are the times we're faced with um challenges tasks assignments work that seem difficult right and um oh they might not, they might not even seem difficult they might be actually difficult right but how okay let me ask us how how do we actually complete this task or assignments you know and I'm sure in those times when we were faced with those tasks we've been told several times hey you can do it nothing's impossible of course you can do it nothing's impossible I'm sure I'm sure you must have heard that like a million times <laughs> that's all that's what I'm saying it's very cliche but you know I, I get that it's really cliche yeah I, I get that but when we're faced with those big show tasks and those Mark Henry kind of tasks and those great Kali kind of tasks you know and those shakonil kind of task do those words actually help us you know do they actually work hey nothing's impossible of course you can do it lekwa don't don't think you can't you can't do it nothing's impossible and i mean i get that it's i'm spiritual yeah and i believe actually nothing's impossible but you know for a second yeah Okay, not for a second, but like for some time, I'm going to, you know, pause my spirituality, you know, and my faith, right? To think of just objectively and logically, if nothing is really impossible, you know? Perhaps I might have been faced with tasks and our motivation to complete those tasks came from the fact that it was compulsory right and another type of person you know my game motivation from just the desire to complete those tasks now those are two, two different kind of people 
which I mean who of course still complete the task but with this podcast might be really long <laughs> so brace up so um these two people end up completing the task but um it's it's their, their motivation is different right um some the first person gets his motivation from the fact that it's been composed it's, it's it's a composed task and the second person completes the task from the motivation that oh i need to do this you know i need to i have to do it for my own self first before the task you know and okay, to bring less even you know illustrate this even more simpler Let's simplify this here. In in let me give myself an example, right? In classes or in secondary school, when we had assignments, I was completing okay, not all of them, but most of those assignments that I wasn't interested in, I was completing them just cause, just cause, I it was compulsory and I didn't want to get punished for not doing those assignments. But for some other assignment or for some other task that I was given in school. I felt I needed to do it because because I wanted to do it for my own self first. So nothing is impossible didn't play out in um the first part, you know, me having to complete the task because it's compulsory. Or it kind of played out in the second part which is me having to complete a task because i need to do it for myself right and you know what's what, what's this one seeking and oh, look, no not seeking but what's even actually true is many of the times many of the times i've faced with tasks that seem impossible in the reality of things, they they are not ouch, they are not impossible. You know, so it's it's just it's just our mind trying to, you know, exaggerate things. I mean, you could even see that in the Bible when, you know, Esau sold his birthright to Jacob just because. He thought he was hungry to the extent that he was gonna die. That was his mind playing tricks on him, and of course he failed. Or rather, he slipped. So, bringing this back to reality, right to now, if we think nothing is impossible, it's not. It's not true. Right? I don't think it's true. I mean, sorry. If we think that the task ahead is impossible. It's not true. I think it's our mind playing games on us, you know, playing, trying to make us slip, you know. I, for one, believe that everything is possible. Everything is possible. I first of all need to believe those words before it can actually come true. Let me give us a scenario, right? So I was reading this book. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, right? 
that book was pers- um, <laughs> all about to say prescribed was uh, was um was it was given to me not given what's the word it was advised for me to read to me to read i mean by my brother and of course it was a great book so in napoleon hill's book right think can grow rich his uh, his son was born with she his son was born deaf right and his son had no physical opening of the ear in his body and both in his skull when an x-ray was done right so he was his son was born deaf right but Napo- I mean I had to google this because I was so sure I was so astonished surprised by the whole story right so let me cut the story short um he had the child's father I can't remember if it was Napoleon Hill's father or it's a story but but the child's father yeah had this burning desire for his son to hear again and, you know and he kept on you know making sure he translated that burning desire into his own son now ordinarily it's impossible for that child to hear right it's impossible because of course there's no physical opening in the skull and he was born deaf without ears so it's obviously to the eye to the eye and to science is impossible to hear but some way somehow he was able to implant that same burning desire he had into his own son and then his son believe make i wouldn't say believe but his son you know leveraged those burning desires into motivation to hear i don't know if i'm using the right words but he saw was able to hear again and he became a beacon of hope to a lot of people that were born deaf and blah blah all that story happened so i mean that's i had to google this guy the son that was born deaf to, i mean he's, i think he's dead now but i had to google him and he was really born without ears he was So if if we if we if if we okay um sorry another another um another instance came to my head of how nothing is truly impossible This lady here her name was um her name was Helen Keller um and She was born blind, deaf, and dumb. Or rather, she went blind, deaf, and dumb. You know, after her birth. And this did not stop her from being 
in the history books. Ordinarily, to the eye, of course, again, that child is almost useless. You're blind, you're deaf, you can't even speak. Oh, I can't even imagine. So, I mean, there are a lot of, there are a lot of instances of ground-shattering, earth-shattering, universe-blowing experiences of people doing impossible things, things that, were seemed, that seemed impossible at first. So, I mean, personalizing this in our own lives, right? Try, okay, now, I want us to reflect on the task that we have ever been on and that we failed to complete. Were they actually impossible? Hmm? I mean, I'm talking to myself right now, actually. Were they actually impossible? Or... I just didn't have the one desire to complete those tasks. So what? So I mean, so of uh, of course, obviously now, with all that I haven't said, what is needed and what is what should be priority right now is to have burning desire for something. If you really want to, actually, if you really want to get anything, you have to have the burning desire to want it. I mean, ask anybody that has. Made it from zero to a hundred, right? They they dreamed it before they actually touched it. They had a desire first before they actually touched it. So that 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 place of burning desire can be replaced. Can can be replaced. That is why people that don't have that burn desire will obviously and will obviously dismiss everything. I mean, will obviously dismiss achieving everything as impossible. But if you have a burning desire, try and put yourself in the shoes of the father of that child that was born deaf without any ears or any signs of opening in his ears. Put yourself in the shoes with how little or how high currently your burn desire is for anything would you, did you would you think a child would hear again that's the difference between us and them us being the ones that may or may not have enough burn desire and them being the ones that may or may not have enough burn desire So um, I think that's like my takeaway today. Have have the burn desire. Have it. Have it. Find it. I don't know how you must get it, but 
and I don't know how you will get it, but you must get it. I must get it. And living life without burnt desire in the game of life is is risky. It's not risky. It's, it's like it's like a bullet to your leg because you can't you can't walk. It's suicide because you can't achieve anything that was originally yours to get to attain. life that's why as a Christian yeah I I flipped back the switch <laughs> you know I flipped the switch back so my my spiritual side is back on <laughs> So yeah, that's why as a Christian, yeah. You must want Jesus in your own personal life. You must find him, seek him. You know? And of course, of course, he reveals himself to us, but of course if you don't if you don't seek. You won't find. That seeking is the burning desire. And not just for God, but for every other thing that concerns you. If you don't seek, we won't find. If you don't seek, we won't get. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. I'm really sorry this was long, but I felt like it needed to be said to myself, maybe to you people, but to myself most, most especially. Have a lovely one. Good night. Peace.